Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Otherwise known as, yes, of course, the voice of the Radical Center, a program where I like to think normal, everyday, sensible people understand that every once in a while, you know, possibly maybe the so-called leaders in D.C. who actually are on our dime, on our nickel, who work for us, should actually be out there using the magic C word compromise, because guess what? That's how life works. That's what we expect our friends to do. That's what we expect perhaps our wife or girlfriend to do. That's what we expect husbands and everybody else to do. Every once in a while, it's just a compromise. Because if you don't, you're going to be a very, very lonely person. Oh, who does that sound like? Yes, I've spoken of this before. I think the Donster is a very lonely man indeed. But that's not what I'm here to talk about this evening. That's what I'm here to talk about here at the start of the week. I'm here to talk about... Has anybody in D.C. done anything for the average working man or woman? And if you're listening to me for the first time, let me make it very, very clear that I am an American and I am an independent. How can you tell I'm American? You can tell I'm American by my heavy Texas accent because, yes, I am broadcasting as ever from the illustrious Max Miller Studios in beautiful, sunny downtown Austin, Texas, where yesterday, Monday, we had a heat wave. We had a record hot day. I think it got to, uh, they were projecting maybe even 110. It actually got up to 108, which is not the hottest it's been in Austin, but it was the hottest it's been on record for that day. So, hey, at least today, I'll take 99 to 100 after that. It's just a big drop. I mean, I mean yesterday, you just walked out, you felt like you were just in an oven. It was pretty amazing. And uh, I don't want to go on global warming or anything. I mean, it's hot in the UK. It's hot in Japan. It's gonna, we're going to have average temperatures that are high. But you know what? That's okay, because the Donald said that global warming and climate change isn't real, so just like his math, just like he's telling farmers today, don't panic, just hang with me, everything is going to be okay. Anyway, so if you're listening to me for the first time, as I said, my name is Max Miller, and I am the voice of the Radical Center, because I believe most people go through life recognizing that yes, you have to compromise. That's just the way it is. You may not like it sometimes, but if you go through life expecting to get everything you want, well, guess what? You're going to be kind of disappointed. And it would be nice if the people in D.C. who supposedly worked for us actually had, how should we say, the kahunas to actually be able to say, you know what, I'm going to take this deal because this is a good deal and it's right for the people of the United States and my constituency. But hey, I live in hope that one day we can talk to that and say, yeah, it's just been pretty good. You know, I haven't been doing the radio for a year yet. So maybe within a year, sometime, some, you know, at some point later on this year, someone will be able to stand up here on the radio, or figuratively speaking, stand up here on the radio and say, well, 
someone actually compromised on something to the benefit of people in the United States. But hey, I live in hope. Anyway, how are you? Uh, I hope you had a great weekend. Um, I, I did. I was out playing a bit of golf. I did, my course, my weekend show. Uh, I've I decided I'm going to go see a new movie. Uh, with some friends of mine, there's the new. I, I think looking back on it, I think the number one person I've ever seen in the movie is Tom is Tom Cruise. Not because I find him particularly um, a good actor, but he just he's just pretty consistent at making movies that uh, people want to see. And uh, I, I haven't seen all. I actually didn't see the the latest um, versions of some of his films, but uh, you know, he's got this new one coming out that uh, sounds pretty good. So. Maybe I'll, I'll go and see that. I, I don't know. But uh, I don't know about you. Uh, I guess our generation will grow up on people like Tom Cruise and Tom Hanks and uh, all sorts of people like that. So we'll see. We'll see. All right. So uh, what's been going on? Let's get into I've got Dan, my long-suffering producer, in my ear, reminding me as ever, as I broadcast from the illustrious Max Miller Studios in beautiful sunny downtown Austin, Texas, that, um, hey, um, get on with it. Max, come on, hurry up. There's things to do. You've only got, after we edit it down for the radio, 26 minutes and 50 seconds. I mean, it can be longer on the um, interweb. If you're listening to it there, then it can go on for a bit longer. But uh, anyway, how are you? Let's get going. All right, Matt, uh, Dan, I get it. I get it. I got it. I got it. All right. So Donald Trump, it turns out today, we now live in, I had no idea, did you, but we actually live in the United States Socialist Republic. Yes, the USSR is back. Donald Trump wants us living in a command economy. Donald Trump wants us to let him pick winners and losers. I mean, the losers are going to be Harley Davidson. The losers are going to be like I talked about before, the guy that uses American steel to make nails or the guy that had a huge market for uh, lobsters uh, in Maine, he had a, owned like a third of the market to ship lobsters to China. But Donald Trump is, wants to pick winners and losers. So today, because of the fact that farmers are now moaning, understandably, the tariffs are going to hurt them, he's offered $12 billion essentially in subsidies. Now, how do you then execute on that? Right, This is great, but the devil's always in the details. So Donald Trump is picking $12 bucks because people from China are now buying their soybeans, for example, from Brazil. I spoke about this the other day. I had no idea that Donald Trump's job was to make Brazil great again, but he's helping. He's helping make Brazil great again. And so the only way he can do that is to subsidize his farmers. But I have to tell you, 12 billion bucks, it sounds like a lot of money, but in reality, it isn't. Because the amount of trade just on soybeans alone, the United States is losing just to China alone, is $13 billion. So I guess they're going to sell some more in the United States at lower prices, and maybe it's not quite the same amount of money one for one. But still, but still, twelve billion bucks. I had no idea the Republicans believed in blowing up the deficit. I had no idea they believed in taking on all this debt. I had no idea they believed in certain parts of the Constitution, like the, like the First Amendment, were under threat. I had no idea that they wanted to have tariffs. I had no idea they were now then going to subsidize. Basically put on welfare, which I thought they couldn't stand a key section of the population because of something that they did. I had no idea that they supported Donald Trump turning the United States into the USSR. It's just it's just stunning and amazing. So what did Donald Trump, how did he start off? This was today, Tuesday. 
He said, countries that have treated us unfairly on trade for years are all coming to Washington to negotiate. This should have taken many years ago, but as the saying goes, better late than never. Now, who is what he's referring to here is one individual from the European Union, Mr. Junkers, uh, who is here to try and, you know, help get trade, you know, sort of, you know, on the even keel because he's dealing with the Donster. Um, of course, Donald's very unhappy that the fact that there's a 10% tariff on American-made products, cars, in going into, I say products, cars, going into European Union, uh, whereas, in fact, we only have 2.5%, forgetting, of course, that if you want to ship a uh, light truck like a Ford F-150 or, a, or an SUV from the European Union or anywhere else for that matter into the United States, it's 25% tariff, just a minor detail, yeah, just a teeny wee minor detail. And never mind, of course, now that tariffs on American-made products or cars shipping into China now have a 40% tariff, whereas everybody else is dealing with 15 Mm-hmm, 40%. I think people like BMW, Mercedes, and so on, just keeping their heads down, just hoping this is going to blow over. It's not going to blow over. I keep telling you guys, Donald Trump is itching, itching, itching. That's where we are today, but he's itching to put tariffs on those damn Mercedes coming from Angela Merkel's the Germans. Those are Germans. We got, we got just way too many Mercedes on there. I just can't take it. Because, you know, it's okay, though, because my father's from Germany and my mother's from Scotland. He's, he's actually said this, uh, except forgetting for one thing, his father's not from Germany. No, his father was born in Queens. His ancestors, his grandparents were born in Germany. But hey, if you trust a man who can't even remember where his parents or own parents are born, <laughs> I guess life is good. He went on to say, tariffs are the greatest. Oh, okay. Either a country which has treated the United States unfairly on trade negotiates a fair deal or it gets hit with tariffs. It's as simple as that and everybody uh, is talking. Well, yeah, yeah, they are. Everybody's talking, but... You think they're talking for the right reasons, Donald. Remember, we are the piggy bank that's being robbed. All will be great. So if you're the guy that employs 500 people making nails, believe it or not, there's people that make nails in the United States using American metal. And now the price of that metal has gone up so much because, hey, there's less of that steel running around, right? Um, He may have to lay off half his workforce. That's great, Donald. That's okay. Oh, it's good. It's fantastic. It's just, it's just, I'm just, I'm just ready to to believe in you, Donald. I am totally, to totally get it. Uh, Republican Senate uh, Agricultural Committee chairman and chairman, his name is Pat Roberts, said, uh, and also his partner Joni Erst from Iowa said that um, the talking about these um, subsidies which come from a special fund it's used in emergencies and i know it's been misused in the part in the past i've seen that up front they went on to say this trade war is cutting the legs out from under our farmers and the white this is from a republican mind you and the white house's plan to spend 12 billion dollars on gold crutches this administration's tariffs and bailouts aren't going to make america great again they're going to make it 1920 nine again exactly and that's coming from ben sassy who's a Repu- another republican this time from nebraska well let's see that's great you know i'm very proud of you donald that you can feel you can convince the farmers to hang in there which is basically what he basically what he said today despite the fact that 65 percent uh, of employees will be negatively affected by tariffs um, coming from counties that favor Trump. Yeah, so your own people, Donald, are going to get screwed by this. Now, 
you might think that the, some of the Republicans, Paul Ryan, the, otherwise known as the Cowardly Lion, well, I guess we shouldn't expect too much from Paul Ryan, the Cowardly Lion. Like I said before, I'm amazed his testicles have dropped. I'm amazed he's made it through manhood. And I'm amazing he has children. I mean, maybe maybe it was uh, in vertio fertilization, excuse me, uh, fertilization or something. Maybe it was, um, I don't know, but maybe, I don't know, a surrogate, right? But still, Paul Ryan just can't bring himself to say, Oh, please, Mr. President, tariffs are really bad and the deficit's really bad. And I know I helped blow up the debt, but I just, please, you know, tariffs just go against everything that I truly uh, believe in. But, hey, you know, it's good to know, like I said, we live in United States Socialist uh, Republic. Now, this fellow called another Republican, just to show I'm, I'm picking on, I'm picking out Republicans here because I don't want people accusing me of saying, well, of course the Rift Democrats are going to say uh, this is bad. Actually, they're not. Uh, remember, Chuck Schumer loves tariffs. Yes, you know that well-known um, Republican Chuck Schumer has said yeah, tariffs I'm, and certain union members, tariffs are a good thing. Yes, they are. Now, Representative, Representative excuse me, uh, Dave Reithart from uh, Washington who chairs a subcommittee on trade, has said the policy might be helpful to farmers in the short term, uh, but does little to preserve market access lost to tariffs. Exactly. Because once people have figured out I can buy, for example, soybeans from Brazil, why should I start buying them back from America even if those tariffs now go away? Give it a few months and those supply chains, as as wonky people call it, those supply chains will have figured out how to get um, pigs and soybeans and everything else to China and other places. They'll have figured it out, and they'll just go buy from other people. Some in the ag community, they say, Mr. Mr. Dave Reichardt said, say, that's great, thank you for your help, except that the problem then becomes we've lost the market, so how do we get the market back? Yeah, pretty much, right? I mean, what are you, you going to do when, um, when that happens? And also... People are bought into, according to yet another Republican who bought the, they said, we bought the president home, but this is how he's treating us. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, seriously. So Donald Trump went out today, as he likes to, you know, got in front of the um, thousands of veterans who claim to be nonpartisan uh, and at a, a Mississippi, in Missouri, excuse me. Uh, and basically said, stick with us. It's just a classy guy. Stick with us. I believe in America. Did he say that? No, he didn't. Stick with us. Don't believe the crap you see from these people, the fake news. Well, it's good to know the word crap is in the Donald Trump's vocabulary. What you're seeing and what you're reading is not what's happening. Okay. So the farmer and the, who makes soybeans, produces soybeans, and the guy that had lobster produced lobsters and who, who's lost half his business potentially, and the guy that made nails and produces nails in the United States with American Steel and Harley Davidson and others, they're just, they're just all lying. They're just making it up. It's not true because the Donald says it's not true. Especially this part is my favorite. Uh, he, he started off by saying what you're seeing and what you're reading is not what's happening. So what you're seeing, in other words, what I'm seeing with my own eyes, Donald, it's just not happening. It's not real because you're telling me it's not real. It's not I'm, what I'm seeing with my own eyes is not real. Well, it's a bit like Donald Trump when he said the stock market's up 40% since he uh, got elected. Um, no. It's not. Hey, but hey, in Donald Trump land, he's a very stable genius. He stayed awake for 25 hours the other day. He did. He told us when he was going to North Korea, the man stayed awake for 25 hours. He is superhuman. 
listen, if you believe all this nonsense, then surely at some point you've got to believe everything. If you believe this, then you could almost say, hey, you deserve what happens to you. If you truly believe, would you buy a used car from this man? Would you buy uh, the fact if this guy came knocking at your door trying to sell you eternal redemption, would you buy it from this man? If this man wanted to be run your kid's high school, would you elect him if you had to elect someone? Would you elect him to run your kid's high school? Would you nominate him to run your kid's, even your kid's middle school? Of course you wouldn't. Of course you wouldn't because you want what's best for your kids. Holy cow. Here's what Donald Trump went on to say. We stand up for the patriots who defend America. Well, that's good, but I, I think um, you don't, though, do you, Donald? Because you said, hey, I'm, I'm not going to tell you what I st- said with Putin because it's a trade secret, but trust me, it was all really, really good. So you just got to trust me. We had lots of great things, as you will hear. And he told me he didn't hack uh, the United States elections. He's told me he's not doing it anymore, so I believe him. So I'm standing up for America just like you guys are. But you have to remember, uh, Donald Trump, even with this group of veterans, has signed a law that they're against. Among the handful of laws Donald Trump singled out he said, was the signing of the VA Mission Act, a multi-billion dollar health care overhaul, which Congress enacted last month that Trump described as the biggest improvement you can have. So he, sta- he signed a law in standing in front of a beautiful group of veterans that its own members hosting the convention have said that it could lead to the decimation of the government-funded hospital and clinic system that took decades to build that's a bit like when donald trump went down to the southern states where they build bmws and mercedes stood in front of a group of people and said bmw mercedes are really really bad those germans the germans are just going to have to pay now i have a theory about this because we know donald trump is shallow not quite as well is he as shallow as shallow hell otherwise known as sean hannity probably about the same uh but donald i have a theory about donald trump and angela merkel Donald Trump doesn't like being next to Angela Merkel because she's just too frumpy. She's too much like a grandmother. She just doesn't, you know, he wants women next to him and make him look good. She just doesn't do that. She sort of, well, she looks like a grandmother. She's just a frumpy old lady as far as he's concerned. She's not statuesque. She's not six foot tall. She's not slim and blonde and just, you know, had collagen in her lips or something. No, no, no. She's she's Angela Merkel. And by golly, I don't like having Angela Merkel next to me. Can someone please keep her out of the room? And not only that, he just can't stand all those Germans. The German cars, he's just, he's, I don't know if he's going to do anything to French vehicle. Well, there's no French cars on the road, are there really? Italian, Ferraris? Um, what about Rolls Royce? Uh, Bentleys? I mean, that's his mates. They buy those Rolls Royces, Bentleys, Range Rovers, Astons, those sort of things, right? So it probably doesn't. Yeah, well, I gave you a tax cut, so I put a tariff on those things. But I don't think he will. I think he just wants to really focus on the Germans. For some reason, the Germans just rub the Donster. Uh, the wrong way. But of course, Donald Trump, being Donald, didn't spend too much time talking about the people he was there to see, if, despite the fact that the veterans uh, conference that he was at, where he's allowed to where he asked to speak, <clears throat> excuse me, he actually um, is doing something that they're against, although he stood up there and said how wonderful it is. Uh, he then, of course, spent a lot of time talking about how successful 
they've been. He said he said that essentially the uh, these tariffs are going to be great, and he asked the audience to stick with us. He said, and insisted that the country is in the midst of a great economic. Revival just as after the administration announced that it would pay up to $12 billion in emergency aid to farmers. The farmers will be the biggest beneficiary. Just be a little patient. Really. So if you're a far- First off, hey, even if you... Let's say you're the soybean guy. And you're now you know the soybeans have come down in price. You're going to lose market share to perhaps people in Brazil. And you certainly can't ship as much to Brazil because of the simple reason, excuse me, to China, for the simple reason that they put those tariffs, right? So first off, how do you get the $12 billion? How, how do you get it? I mean, how do I get my 10 grand check or whatever it is? On, how do I, is there a process for getting it? How do I get approved? And what happens when the money runs out? There's only a limited amount of money here, right? I think the total that they can use this special fund for is $30 billion, which given the amount of money that these guys are going to lose because of tariffs, that's not going to last very long. And Donald Trump thinks people... Do you think the Chinese are going to cave? Do you truly, truly believe the Chinese are going to cave? Not in a million friggin' years. Now, they'll compromise. If the Donsters negotiated and they said, okay, let's take tariffs down on this, we'll take tariffs down... Yeah, they'll do that, I'm sure. But arbitrarily, if the Donald just keeps throwing tariffs out there, you think these guys are going to cave? Not in a million friggin' years. Okay, we're going to have a lot of fun, Donald Trump went on to say. Oh, great. We'll have a lot of fun. Okay, I'm glad someone is. We're going to have a lot of fun in four months, and we're going to have a lot of fun in 2020 running against that, talking about um, against the Democrats. Uh, And my campaign um, slogan is going to be Keep America Great. Well, okay. Well, we'll see. Okay. That's interesting. Well, so it's good to know that we live in a command economy where previously I thought the right wing of the United States, the GOP, the Paul Ryan, the cowardly lion, Mitch McConnell, the scarecrow, I actually came to the conclusion about this. I'm not claiming um, too much insight because it doesn't take much in this case. I think they're just keeping their heads down. They just they just want to keep their heads down. They're hoping this will all blow over. And if Donald Trump loses uh, in 2018... In the midterms, right? He was not on the ballot. But if, if the Republicans lose, there might even be a sigh of relief from people like Paul Ryan. Because like, hey, i done my part. I'm out of here. He's retiring on a full pension. It's good to know at the age of 49, you can still retire on a full pension. Very well done. Very well. He made, he made listen, with Paul Ryan, you may actually uh, disagree with his math, blowing up the deficit, adding to the debt, and so on. Uh, which, of course, supposedly is a good thing because most of it's gone to the rich. Uh, but I'll tell you one thing. He has figured out how to feather his own nest. Are you surprised? Yeah, you shouldn't be. So anyway, Donald Trump uh, is basically saying, I'm a socialist. I mean, I believe in tariffs. Uh, I believe in um, making sure that uh, I choose which who are going to be the successful um uh, businesses, because after all, that's how a command economy works. Harley Davidson, if they don't build here, I'm going to tax them out of existence. And it wasn't that long ago, oh, I don't know, like two years, remember, two years ago, that the Republicans warned against government meddling in the markets and picking winners and losers. They did. They socialism. This is what Obama was going, socialists. 
Oh my God. Some government interference, they said, would recreate inequities and complications. In other words, hey, just like in healthcare. Uh, the solution would be more government. That's not what we want. We want less government. So putting farmers on welfare, um, ooh. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Paul Ryan. Is that more government or uh, putting handouts to people? Or is that less government? And the irony is they don't want it. They don't want that welfare. They don't want it because they, they want to work and they want to sell. That's their, give, them, give, them the, give them a level playing field. Let them sell. That's what they want. And the fact remains that the Republicans also, let's not forget back in 2016, felt that the cycle of government action to solve problems created uh, by the government itself would be something that Republicans would actually have to, you know, campaign against. But not so more. No, no, no. Blowing up the deficit, adding to the debt so our children were paid off. Well, never. Uh, adding tariffs, uh, criticizing NATO. It's, it's it's unbelievable. It's like I'm, we are. We're part of the United States Socialist Republic. It's good to know. And this new package of government assistance, which will be announced Tuesday, so they announced it earlier today, won't go into effect until Labor Day. But I, okay, but twelve billion. I wonder how long that's going to last. Now they say the aid package, aid package, is expected to target soybean farmers. Yes, they've been upset by all this. Dairy farmers, of course, pork producers, people that make pigs. Uh, and amongst others, uh, I don't know about the guy that make. Are they going to count the guy that makes um? Uh, uh, the uh, oh, excuse me, that the, the farms lobsters. Is he? Is he? A, he's a farmer. I mean, he's a, he captures marine, grows and um, breeds, I guess, marine life. But uh, which he then sells to. Is he going to get a subsidy too? What about the guy that makes? Um, what about Harley Davidson? What about the guys that makes the nails who may have to lay off over two hundred of his five hundred people? Is he, he? I know he's not a farmer, but he's got five hundred people working for him, which is actually more than most farmers. Uh, given in this day and age. So really now, here's the other thing. You've proven now, Donald, to the Chinese and to the European Union that you may say, well, I'm in it to win it, but you've proven to them that you understand and that the American nation understands there's now a price for tariffs. It's not a free ride. It's not the bank's money, as you have said in the past. And in fact, these are taxes which are so destructive that are, cause, that are causing economic pain. And Trump's solution is not to end this unworkable trade war, but to use taxpayers' money to bail out farmers he hurt by imposing tariffs himself. Hey, remember it wasn't that long ago we bailed out General Motors and Chrysler? Do you remember that? Which actually affected millions, literally millions of jobs. Do you remember Government Motors? Paul Wright, Sean Hannity. Sean Hannity, General Motors is really good. It should let the market take its course. This is how capitalism is supposed to work. We don't want to bail out all those companies that have been run into the ground by stupid people. That's terrible. We're not going to do that. How are General Motors and Chrysler doing today? Well, quite well, actually. Talking about cars and things. So the cars are at the time was a guy called Stephen Ratner. He said, I thought Republicans were supposed to be against needless government spending. Mm-hmm. This is the this is the atome of a unforced error, and for the Secretary of Agriculture to call regulatory retaliatory tariffs illegal, when in fact our tariffs that are illegal, truly means we have entered a world of magic in wonder. Alice in Wonderland. Well, yeah. 
seriously. Have we been anywhere where um, so we, in, we we are in Alice in Wonderland? Like I said, it, up is we well, no, we're more than Alice in. Wonderland. As I said, we're on the other day we're on Stranger Things, upside down, up is down, left is right, black is white, uh, and so on. So there we go. We'll see. I don't know what's going to happen. So here we go. Here's a bit more. I'm going to make sure I get these quotes right because unlike um, Sean Hannity, I like to at least get my facts straight. Dan Eikenson of the Cato Institute uh, has basically said, you have a terrible policy that sends farmers to the poorhouse. What did uh, Bob Corker say? He said, you put farmers on welfare and we borrow the money from other countries. Absolutely. So we're taking that $12 billion, which in the trillions of trillion dollars economy is peanuts, pardon the uh, farming pun. We're, but we're borrowing our debt. We're borrowing money to fund the debt and to fund government expenditures. And guess where some of this money comes from? Oh, yes, China, the European Union. Oh, my God. So let's get this straight. We put tariffs on things that farmers now have to get subsidized for, other words, welfare, to increase government spending. And in order to fund that government spending, stay with me here, kids, we have to borrow that money from people in China and the European Union and other places. Well, hey, holy cow, I had no idea that Donald – I mean, when people tell me Donald plays three-dimensional chess, I mean, seriously, he must have he must have worked this must have worked this out. Now, the Koch brothers, who um, – who just really just love anything to do with the word freedom? Uh, would they, you would have thought they? I mean, have clearly they have no influence whatsoever, right? The tax cut, blowing up the deficit, adding to the debt—they got their little tax cut for their multi-million-dollar incomes. But hey, the Koch brothers said the administration is already projecting a trillion-dollar deficit for fiscal year 2019, and so this new 12 billion dollars in spending will be all oh, they're saying the same thing borrowed from China. Borrowing from China to fund the victims of our trade war with China is a self-defeating policy. Well, seriously, guys, when are you actually going to – if this is truly what you believe, and I was talking to the Wall Street Journal and others, if this is truly what you are against, then it's, don't you think it's time for you to actually say Donald Trump's not right in the head? Because this is all where it comes from, guys. This is not about – Donald Trump has a grand plan. This is not about Donald Trump being a Republican or even a Democrat. This is not about Donald Trump even being a populist. This is about Donald Trump's whims surrounded by sycophants who really don't care about the United States because you know what? Even though they wear the American flag on their lapel, as Donald Trump said, if there's a bit of pain, he actually said this, if the stock market goes down, so be it. Hmm. Fair enough, Donald. Just be patient, he says. Just be a little patient well great i mean they have some of the greatest lobbying to even criticize the farmer's own lobbying people he said they have some of the greatest lobbying teams ever put together ultimately he said our farmers will be the biggest beneficiary of his policies well i don't know ask the farmer who maybe can't afford to farm much longer i'm sure that's going to happen and as Son- uh, just to end on the Soviet uh, thing, uh, Senator, these are all Republicans, kids. No Democrats, not in my no, – listen, I like to be an equal opportunity given the time and space. Uh, Ron Johnson from Wisconsin, Republican, said, this is becoming more and more like a Soviet-type economy here. Commissars dis- – oh, I like that. Can I steal that, Ron? Uh, commissars deciding who's going to be granted waivers. Commissars in administration figuring out how they're going to sprinkle around benefits. I'm very exasperated. This is serious. The number three GOP leader, uh, John Thune, 
said taxpayers are going to be asked for the initial checks to farmers in lieu of having a trade policy that actually opens up and expands market. This isn't anything. There isn't anything about this that anybody should like. Yeah. Okay. When are you going to stand up and say this guy's not right in the head, Mr. Thune? Seriously. Because Donald Trump is living in his own economic reality. All right. So I've I've beaten that one to death. Oh, i got to end on Alex Jones. Now, Alex Jones, who's also here in Austin. I don't know how to describe Alex Jones. I think uh, he's, he basically said what he does is an act, right? He, when he was going through a divorce with his, children, with his wife, and understandably, Mrs. Jones wanted out of that relationship. I mean, seriously, could you imagine being married to him? But Alex Jones said to the judge when he thought he might lose access to his kids, it's just an act, Your Honor. No, no one believes a thing I say. It's all an act, and don't worry about it. So when I say those kids in Newtown that were killed weren't really killed, it was all child actors, and no one was dead, and we, you know, they just went and they put they they basically, you know, what they did? They put a tracking device in my tooth. Whatever else it comes along, that's what he said. But I also realized that 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 um, Alex Jones, well, apart from the fact, obviously, he has very low self-esteem. Because he, boy, does he rant. I mean, he, when he whines all the time, there's never an answer to anything. He just complains. No wonder his wife left him. You're not good looking enough. Lose weight. Children, you're not getting A's at school. I mean, it's probably that's what it was like at home. You will pay attention to the Jonester. Probably how it went. Anyway, he went on to say yesterday he issued a threat to um, special counsel Robert Mueller accusing him of covering up sex crimes and suggesting he wanted to duel the former FBI chief in an imaginary gunfight. He said, I mean, Mueller covered up for decades for Jeffrey Epstein, kidnapping kids, flying on sex planes. Some kids, where does he even, I mean, seriously, who believes this nonsense? So, I mean, if, if, if you believe Donald Trump, who went, if, look at this, mate. Donald Trump went on this guy's show. I remind my Republican friend, Donald Trump went on Alex Jones' show and says, you're amazing, I'll never let you down. Right there should be a disqualifier for Donald Trump just on character alone, Pat Robertson and all your other so-called evangelical leaders. Right there, Sean Hannity, well, who doesn't care, damn it, all. Robert Jones, uh, sorry, Alex Jones went on to say, Mueller is a monster. People say, well, God, aren't you scared of it? I'm scared of not manning up. I'm constantly in fear that I'm not being a real, well, I have absolutely no doubt, Alex, that you're not a real man. Seriously, you are not a real man. That's a demon I'll take down or I'll die trying, he said. That'll do. I'm going to happen. We're going to walk out in the square politically at high noon. Oh, at least he didn't actually physically say we're going to have a duel. Well, listen. Hey, Alex. I'm here in Austin, mate. If you want to have... I don't want to have a I don't even own a gun. Uh, but if you want to actually have a verbal duel, I am ready, willing, and able any time. And only one of us is going to look sensible. And I don't think it's going to be you. All right. With that, kids, this is Max Miller. I am going to uh, upload this to the interweb. Dan is going to do his best to edit my shenanigans down to uh, 26 minutes and 50 seconds for the radio. I want to thank you for listening to me. Please tell your friends about me. Remember, all I care about is anybody out there doing anything for the average American. And on that list of things I just read, I think we can say today the answer is no. Tell your friends about me. Go to maxmiller.live. Follow me on Spreaker. Follow me on SoundCloud. Follow me everywhere. I'm on iHeart. Hey, and go to your smart device, Amazon or Google, 
and say, play the Max Miller podcast. It is amazing. It actually works. And you hear me. Me. I couldn't believe it. I didn't even know it. Dan had to explain it because Dan is obviously much more technically savvy than I am. Hey, techie companies send him free stuff. They send him free things. And I don't, I don't get anything. All right, kids. This is Max Miller. I'm going to sign off. I think I deserve a really nice gin and tonic, don't you? Anyway, God bless everybody. Take care. Speak to you soon. And I'll be back later in the week. Bye-bye now. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.